Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another St. Charles Stories episode here. I'm Nate Went, Tourism and Sales Coordinator for the St. Charles Business Alliance. Also coming back on our podcast is our Executive Director, Jenna Sawicki. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. So it's glad, great to have her back. We got a great episode as we're going to be learning about just a couple of guys' podcasts. As we're going to talk with Ray Rogina and Pat Crimmins about their awesome podcast show and get to talk to Ray a little bit about his history and Pat's history as well. So it's great to have you guys. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Nate. appreciate that. Yeah. Good to be here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. Ray, it's been a little bit since we had you on, but we're super excited to have you back. So let's get into learning about you guys a little bit. So we'll start with you, Ray. Can you tell us uh, how long you've been in the area for and some things that you like to do here? <laughs> well, I am... I am working on the uh, the infamous golden number. <laughs> Been here five decades, fifty years, okay. and uh, in that time, uh, I I can't say enough about St. Charles. So when you ask the question, what do I do and what do I enjoy here? Well, I certainly, as a runner, enjoy running our running the trails, uh, yeah, east and west. Uh, I do take advantage with Diane, my wife, uh, all the fine restaurants. Not only in St. Charles, which I have an affinity for, but also for the regional economy and the fine restaurants that we have in up and down the Fox Valley as well. Uh, I uh, I like playing poker or bridge with my friends. Okay. I, those two card games uh, make me happy. I like to take advantage of Chicago and all it has to offer, and specifically in the summer with the White Sox. No question about Absolutely, that. Absolutely, big fan. Absolutely, <laughs> and finally. Uh, there's nothing like a cigar and scotch with a few close friends. Wow. I like it. Awesome. So, all right, Pat, you're up. Tell I'm us a little bit about there, you right? as well. Well, I've been here since about maybe before Ray. I, I think we moved here in 1969, 1970. Uh, we moved into the Fairview Plaza, which was a brand new subdivision there that's behind the McDonald's yeah. on uh, Main oh. Street there. There was a sign from the Kentucky Fried Chicken to the dance studio that said Fairview Plaza. So. So it was a brand new neighborhood and um, enjoyed our time here. Uh, not a lot to do at that time, uh, but I golfed a lot and, um, you know, I was a pretty serious student, so uh, uh, paid attention in class. And then uh, ultimately started started We're getting working. some looks from across the table. <laughs> uh, started working at McDonald's there and, and uh, made a lot of friends there. and That was kind of my youth. Um, I live in Elburn now. Okay. So it's about six miles west, uh, but I come to St. Charles a lot, spend a lot of time here. Uh, I still am involved in the St. Charles North Mock Trial Team. Okay. I've oh. been doing mock trial for about 33 years, oh. whatever. Okay. Started with Ray, and then uh, he retired, and then I went over to St. Charles North. That's all pro bono work, I might <laughs> add, uh, which is, to me, a feather in Pat's cap. It's really a major contribution to the community and uh, I really respect them for that. So I'm still connected that way. I still get my hair cut at the Avenue 2. Yeah. And uh, what else do I do? I'm on the board of the Distinguished Alum yeah. Committee for the school district. Um, and the podcast, of course, has some St. Charles-centric uh, uh, content. You should let our audience know about your main <laughs> source of uh, income, your occupation. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I'm a lawyer. Um, uh, I specialize in personal injury work, you know, medical malpractice, auto accidents, slip and falls, that kind of thing. Uh, and I do a variety of other things. I was a prosecutor for a long time in Kane County, so uh, I do some criminal work as well. 
Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I know that you guys like to talk about, you know, Chicago sports on the podcast. You know, what fandoms are are you of with some of the the different sports around here or even outside of here? (laughs) Well, sure. You know what? When we moved here, uh, it was my eighth move. Oh, wow. And I was about nine, ten years old. So, uh, moved around a lot. So, I came to St. Charles from Oakland, California. Okay. So, I was an Oakland A's fan, Oakland Raiders fan. And so when I came to Chicago, the Sox and the A's were in the same division, mm. so I became a, a Cub fan by default. Right. I also had a teacher that kind of ended the school day with about 40 minutes of a Cubs game, kind of nice. a study hall thing. So I uh, got to learn about Jack Brickhouse and, and how uh, effective he is at causing naps. Uh, so <laughs> I'm a, I, I was a Cub fan, I'm still an A's fan, I'm still a Raiders fan, and uh, now that the A's and the Sox are not in the same division, I like the White Sox. Woohoo! Oh. <laughs> quite the journey you went on. Yes, quite yes. the journey. It's an honest journey. It's a loyal journey. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I remember when I was a kid, I probably went through at least like 10 different fandoms where I was like, oh, I'm a Yankees fan. And now Don't I was, I was the Fairweather fan as a kid, but then I straightened out. And now I'm a diehard we Sox fan. We never liked so. kids like you. Yeah. <laughs> one year he's wearing a Dolphins jacket. Uh-huh. The next year he's No, I Steelers. never wore Dolphins. I wouldn't the want that starter one. Starter jacket. Yeah. yeah. So, so loyalty's a thing, and Ray's been very loyal to the White Sox, and yeah. uh, they appreciate that. <laughs> uh-huh. So, you know, you kind of talked about it a little bit too. You know, you, you know talked about knowing oh, Ray. Wait, a we forgot bit. about Ray's loyalty. Oh yeah, sorry, I've got. Well, we know the the Sox for we sure. Know the so, Sox. well, if you're talking about Chicago, I would say all Chicago teams, but the Cub. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, although. Pat has graciously uh, invited me to a Cub game this uh, <laughs> next month, I should say, and okay. I'm, I'm going to attend and sit in the bleachers. Uh, my dad took me to a White Sox game when I was a kid, so it was a natural for me to become a White Sox fan. I suppose in college, uh, Notre Dame uh, always stands out because I grew up Catholic, and the nuns imparted that on me. And I guess uh, my alma mater, ISU, and uh, our flagship U of I are always strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I support them. And they've got my money at Loyola through my son, Matthew. So I, I'm a Rambler <laughs> fan. I, I do support the Ramblers as well. Okay. So those are my you got loyalties. it all covered here I, in the well, Chicago you, land. You, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so awesome. So, Pat, so for, you know, you talked about it a little bit, you know, being a pupil of Array before. Can you talk about kind of your history before, you know, the, the, the podcast, like, you know, how you guys met and, you know, any, anything like that? Well, Ray was my business law teacher at St. Charles High School. Mm-hmm. And I think that started 77, 78 school year. Okay. Business law had two components to it, one and two. So uh, he incorporated a lot of things into that, and uh, that's how I came to know him and um, respect him. I, I always sat in the front row. I, I enjoyed his humor. I enjoyed the way he taught. Yeah. And I enjoyed the way that he was able to get Joey, the sleepiest guy in class, <laughs> may or may not really care about school. Right. Uh, involved in the class just as much as, you know, Pat Cremens or other people that, that <laughs> cared about it. So he had he was a skilled teacher. Yeah. And um, as I tell my kids, you go your whole life, maybe you have ten great teachers. Well, he was my first. Yeah. Aww, that's I love wonderful. that. Yeah. And then we segued into the coaching thing about 1989. Okay. So if it weren't for the coaching thing, Ray and I probably wouldn't be that close. I would be just as close as any other student. But we spent a lot of time together coaching. Mm-hmm. We started off in the national tournament in Louisville, Kentucky, 
Uh, mock trial back then is not anything like it is today. There's a lot more travel and everything else. But gotcha. Um, so we got to know each other a lot better, and he's a funny guy, and uh, <laughs> I try to be funny, and uh, so we spend a lot of time laughing. At yeah. least I do. And so you know, as that time, you know, all that time around, you know, what are some things that you know important things that he's taught you, you know, during the you know whether it was from school or just you know life moments as you guys have been friends. Well, the way he digested case law back then, okay. I mean, he was he was uh, pretty diligent about how he would take apart a case, and and every time he took apart a case, he would make it fun. You know, <laughs> he would bring it to life a little bit. Yeah, and that that's kind of I enjoyed that, and I I kind of liked uh, the law because of that because he made it fun. Yeah, uh, it's not just a contract case or this or that. Um, it was fun, and he was animated loud as you might imagine and, uh, and, and, but he but he made it fun and he didn't so, need a microphone yeah so, uh, so that's how i kind of uh, started my love of the law so, okay wow yeah. look so. at that how influential you were well i'm not the only one yeah oh, i'm right, sure right. He's a lot of i people, so. yes that's what we hear I, I think it's uh about once or twice a week i meet a uh, past pupil of Ray's. somebody is the um somebody i'm like always brings you up and says Oh, do you know Ray? I go, I do. I do know Ray. <laughs> so, all good stuff. All right. Speaking of Ray, um, you retired from being a mayor of, of the city here of St. Charles. How are you keeping busy these days? What are you enjoying? Any peace and quiet? Oh, it doesn't seem like it, though. You guys seem pretty busy. <laughs> well, you know, uh, first of all, I have to throw a shout out to my grandson, Henry. He's keeping me <laughs> very active yes. here, and uh, he's a peach. How old is he now? He's three and a half. Okay. Uh, but uh, he knows everything about dinosaurs, <laughs> including, pa- I can't pronounce this, I'm not going to say it. Uh, Is it a Pachycephalosaurus? The, well, that. And, uh, Could be. <laughs> I other. learned that from my four-year-old. <laughs> and, and so, so they're, they're very uh, astute on that. But he's, uh, he's certainly uh, an apple of my eye. And, uh, but I, I sat down and listed since uh, I left office, uh, Jenna. My wife and I have been to New Mexico, okay. Oregon. Vegas twice, New York City, New Orleans, Boston and Cape Cod, and we're going back to New York in September. And then, of course, you know, uh, beyond that, I I mentioned up front that I like to run a lot, so I'm out there on the trail quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I read newspapers and books incessantly, watch Chicago sports, stay involved like Pat does. I kind of emulate Pat on this, try to stay involved in, in the political scene because it's fascinating, not yeah. not to mention the fact that from time to time it's gory. Yes. But the fact is that uh, I do stay on top of that, and, and of course Pat keeps me in check on that as well. So I uh, I like to do that. So uh, all those things combined, uh, I think, uh, keep my myself pretty pretty active, and uh, I'm enjo- I'm enjoying retirement very well, very much so. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, you were, uh, we got, we were really lucky to be there this year, but you um, were named this year's Charlemagne Award winner. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, what were some of the emotions that you had when you were announced the winner? Well, you know, <laughs> my wife kept it top secret. I got to give her credit for that for at least a oh, couple Oh, she of, knew. Oh, she did. Uh, <laughs> she, she actually uh, worked with uh, the chamber. And, uh, I mean, I find all this out after the fact. And uh, it, it, a lot of in inside stories on that and I won't get into all that but she knew uh, but I did not and I was stunned uh, I guess to answer your question the 50 years of public servant in St. Charles immediately flashed through my mind both you know as an educator and as a, and a public official 
and it, it was emotional in the sense that um, in both of those occupations, I work with people, all kinds of people, that deserve a lot of the credit. So you, when you say, you know, you won an award here, well, that's fine, and I'm certainly grateful for that. But the fact of the matter is there are a lot of people along the way that certainly worked with me, uh, both as an educator and as a elected official. So I'll just leave it at that and say that, you know, they, they immediately popped in my head when <laughs> they announced that I was the winner. Yeah. Do you know how I knew? I was, we were sitting in the back, and all of a sudden I was like, uh, we, we were in the very back of the room, and all of a sudden I started seeing, like, I turned around and I looked towards the bar, and I was like, I know, I know that guy. And then I was like, <laughs> wait a second, why is Mark here? And then I was like, oh, Mark, wait a second, I think I know who, uh, who it's going to be. And so that was pretty, uh, pretty yeah. exciting that they kept that secret well, from you. Well, and, and yeah, they, they kept the secret, and so, you know, the old, everybody said, well, did you, did you understand you were going to get this? Did you expect it? Not in the least bit. You know, you're a public servant uh, because you want to serve the public, not to, not to receive awards. And having said that, I'm certainly grateful uh, that uh, the community, by and large, uh, think of me that way. And, and uh, so in that respect, it's certainly a humbling and rewarding experience. Yeah, well, it's absolutely deserved. I mean, it's incredible just how much you know effort and time that you put into our community here. So... We were, su- we were super happy to see it because it's... Well, thank you. Yeah. Definitely and, deserve it. <laughs> uh, any words of wisdom for anyone who's um, looking to become a Charlemagne Award well, winner? Well, you know, you, you look at what the <laughs> whole basis of the award is, and so I think I can say this pretty easily. Somebody who wants to really serve St. Charles in, in, the, in, the, in the theme of the Charlemagne, uh, the legend of Charlemagne, the Charlemagne Award, should support the face of the community uh, as far as its business face, its education face, its worship face, and then um, support the glorious open spaces that we have as well. I think those things combined, uh, you know, reflect upon what it takes to to say I'm I'm really uh, a supporter of this fine city. Yeah, take note. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pat, how does it feel to be podcasting with the Charlemagne Award winner? How do you feel? Uh, actually, I was really surprised that he won. You know why? <laughs> because I was under the assumption that he already had won. Oh, yeah. So to me, I'm like, what? What is this? Ooh, <laughs> late in coming here. Yeah. I don't want to insult anybody, but I, I, I thought he had already won it. Yeah. So uh, obviously, I wouldn't be doing the podcast or co-hosting the podcast unless we were to try. Yeah, that was yeah. your yeah. criteria that you that had for it. him. I have standards. <laughs> we, we all do. <laughs> all right, Ray. We talked about. Being an educator, gone through being a teacher, an alderman, a mayor, let's dive a little bit into your story. Um, what did you teach during um, your time when you were a teacher? We touched on it a tiny bit, but I uh, just want to see if there was any funny stories from that time or anything. Well, to first tell of all, us. as far as the, the, the bulk of the subject matter that I taught was in the two areas, economics uh, and law. And uh, Pat alluded to the law part of it. I also taught economics. I team taught a class in college prep economics for 18 years with a dear friend, Tom Heyman. And um, uh, so those were the, the dominant areas. You know, if you asked me about my career and memorable moments, I, I, I'd simply say that, you know, there was plenty of memorable moments in class with respect to just the interaction with students. Um, I also enjoyed um, being an announcer, as we talked about offline, yeah. uh, as a foot in the, uh, being a football and basketball announcers, uh, field announcers yeah. for a number of years. I also got a great sust- great sustenance out of being the department chair the last 14 years I taught there uh, in the business department. 
uh, I really enjoyed six years as union president, and I felt that that gave me my start in leadership, uh, being the union president. As far as funny stories are concerned, I, <laughs> I could, I could, I have a million of those, but I'd probably bring it to one. Pat alluded earlier to uh, nobody slept in my class, and, and <laughs> I, I brought people in on occasion, though. Sometimes that just happened. Though. Yeah, rough night, you know, whatever the case well, may be. Staying up late for sports. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so there's one young man, he's sound asleep in the middle of the room, and everybody in the room can see it, and I'm pointing at him, and we're having little <laughs> snickers. And I thought, of a, I thought of a funny thing we could do. So I kind of signaled to the class in gestures and so on, as the bell's going to ring, let's all just quietly move out. <laughs> and I was teaching the next class in there as well, so we'll move a whole new class in. Yeah. <laughs> So that happened. The bell rang. Everybody moves out. He's still sound asleep. He slept through the bell. Now the whole new class moves in there. They're sitting down. I just start right up again. Don't miss a beat. All the new kids see what's going on. They're, they're roaring to themselves. And then this, this, we're not showing this, but the, this kid, you know, he raises his head. Now, the first thing that you're sleeping you want to do is try to get back into the flow here like the teacher didn't see you. Right. right. So you're, he's slipping some pages and so on and so forth. And then <laughs> that's looking around from side to side, recognizing that there's different people there. <laughs> am, am, I, am I delusional here? You know, Still what, dreaming? What, 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 like, yeah. what, what's going on here? And then he finally realizes what happened. He kind of picks up and stands up and starts walking out. And, of course, the class gives him a standing ovation. <laughs> yeah. A, a subset to that is another time, same thing happened, only a new teacher. I, I'm not there in the next period, so I got hooked up with a new teacher coming in. We brought a whole new class, an old <laughs> teacher in there. So, so I'm in my office. The kid comes running across. I said, can I have a pass to the next class? I said, get out of here. Go get on your own. <laughs> so, I, you know, I would say that's probably the uh, one of numerous stories that I could tell. Um, and, uh, you know. Pat was a, a very, very good student. Uh, I would I would just show my cards and say, uh, I'm sure that I could go back to my records and he got a uh, an A uh, or a B, and um, <laughs> probably an A though. And uh, do you, do know, you remember uh, Pat? No. Okay. <laughs> grades, as I tell my kids, grades are irrelevant. That's actually quite true. So our class ranks, we can start that whole discussion, yeah. but we won't get into that. So anyway, yeah. there you go. But stay in school and do well in school. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. <laughs> and we'll be right back after this commercial break. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Break Between the Podcast. This is Nate Wendt, your guide to all things St. Charles and your very best friend. Thank you all again for listening. Hope you enjoyed getting to hear from Ray and Pat with some cool knowledge and stories uh, from both of them as these guys are really cool and fun. Uh, it was awesome getting to, to interview them and learn about their stories, but also get to share some information about Just a Couple of Guys podcast. It's a lot of fun. Go check it out if you haven't yet. They have some cool stories uh, that they've been talking about on their podcast over there, and it's really a phenomenal, phenomenal thing that they got going. So check it out if you can. But otherwise, we've got some other news for you, so let's dive into it. First up that we want to talk about is our events. So first up, we got STC Live. There's live music going on every Wednesday and Friday here throughout St. Charles. They'll be able to check out. So you can find all the information about upcoming performances and who's going to be for performing on our website, www.stcalliance.org. Go to the Events tab, and then in there you'll find STC Live, which will have all the information that you need. 
We also have Jazz Weekend coming up in September, so make sure to check that out as we'll have jazz musicians performing all throughout St. Charles. You can find all the information on that also on our website. And then in October, we will have Scarecrow Weekend, so it's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal event as it always has been, so make sure to check that out. If you want to be a part of the contest, check out the website. You'll be able to find all the information on how you can apply to have a Scarecrow in the Scarecrow contest and possibly have a chance at winning some cash money. <laughs> so make sure to check that out. Next up that we want to talk about is our Travel St. Charles app. If you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure to download it because it's a phenomenal way to find all the amazing things that St. Charles has to offer, whether it be tours, restaurants, businesses that you love or want to discover. There's so much to explore, so make sure to download that. You can download it for free on the Apple and Android stores, and it's an easy, easy way to explore all the things here in St. Charles. So I want to thank you all again for listening. If you have a chance, make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast, whether that be on SoundCloud, Spotify, or iTunes, to stay up to date on all the amazing content. That'll wrap up our break between the podcasts here, so let's get right back into it so we can learn about what's up, St. Charles. Ray, you know, as you talked about uh, before offline, you know, we know you wanted to go into radio and, you know, that was kind of your passion. But, you know, Pat, where does your passion come from for like the the podcast and for radio? You know, kind of interested to see how this all kind of culminated together here. Um, It's probably not a shock that I probably wasn't a normal kid. So uh, I was a newspaper delivery boy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we would have six or seven newspapers every night on our table. Yeah. And I would read those religiously and um, listen to radio all the time, always. Uh, Larry King, before he was famous, used to have a radio show at night. Yeah. Um, all that kind of listen to Muhammad Ali fights over the radio. So um, I enjoy it. I'm kind of a news junkie. Um, so it's just it's just uh, interesting to me. Um, all of it. And uh, Ray and I don't always do serious topics, but I enjoy uh, whatever we're doing, it's always a good time with Ray, mm-hmm. and I do uh, hope to bring the listeners a little, you know, information that they might not otherwise have. So, I just saw a former podcast guest, Sam Smith, former writer of the Chicago Tribune, yeah. nice. Bull, Bulls writer yep. at, at the local uh, Starbucks, and uh, he had uh, four newspapers. And I, I told him the story of how I used to have. I, I said, I think our family invented recycling. Right. Because we, you know, we had all these papers and uh, we uh, wrapped them up with twine and took them someplace. I have no idea. But um, that, that was a passion for me, and, and that's the same thing Sam was doing today. Reading all the papers, just absorbing all the news, and, and just uh, uh, enjoying journalism. You know? so, and, and that's what I, I, uh, I enjoy. I, I wanted to be a journalist. Yeah. Um, I grew up in the, in the Woodstein era of uh, you know, Watergate. So okay. that's, that's what I wanted to do. Um, I was assigned by the local X-Ray, the, the newspaper of the high school, to go cover a city council meeting. And it, and was, it was all it was from the, there. It was the most boring <laughs> thing I've ever been about. <laughs> so I said, if this is journalism, I can't do I'm it. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and I know what Pat said there, too. Uh, Mike Royko and Bob Green were two of my favorite columnists going back a number of years. I'm not sure either one of you know who I'm talking about, but they were both uh, – 
wonderful columnist in the Chicago papers, and he mentions he mentions Woodward and Bernstein, who were two of my heroes as well, and uh, especially uncovering Watergate the way they did. But this is back in the 70s. But again, uh, what Pat says, uh, I'll echo as well, that, uh, you know, the newspapers were stacked up in my house as well. Sure. <laughs> That's wonderful. Absolutely. So, um, so you know, what are some things that you like to talk about with guests on the show? You know, is it, you know, I know you guys, you know, like to talk sports, but, you know, what are some topics that you guys like well, to Pat cover? Well, I'll answer this question together. I'll start yeah. by saying what we try to do with almost any guest yeah. is get the background, first of all. Right. Where they come from. Oh, you know, some of the, some of the things about who they are and what they were before they're who they are today. Okay. Whoever they are. And mm-hmm. so we, we, we try to establish that background, first of all. And then after that... Well, we're always mindful of the listener. Yeah. So you can bring a guest in that we might find interesting, but you have to put yourself in the shoes of the listener. Right. Uh, what do they care about? So do they have a story? Are they selling something? Is there something coming up in the town that they want to promote? Do we think it's worthwhile? That kind of thing. Can we tell a funny story about... Uh, something we can relate to the guest, that kind of thing. So it's all about entertainment. Um, right. I just try not to sit there and, and do public access TV. Right, right. So, and with Ray, that's it's always easy because we uh, we laugh at each other all the time, and the guests sometimes get in the way. <laughs> your, your daughter chastised you for one of your favorite lines. That's right. Uh, with that's with right. Jim Belushi. Yeah. Every time I see you. I'm just talking to Jim Belushi. Yeah. I think of uh, Portillo's, or I smell Portillo's. You smell Portillo's <laughs> oh. beef. That's right. Portillo's Nora beef. didn't like that. She no, thought it was she, an insult. She thought it was an insult. I don't but, know. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of that one. Sure, sure. <laughs> Big that's fan of Portillo's. A, and he's from Wheaton. He's not even from Chicago. That's the sad thing. But yeah. uh, he was a great guest, and, and he started out our podcast. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so you mentioned Jim Belushi. Who, who, any other celebrities that you guys have had on the show so far that people would want to tune in to listen to? Well, you know, first of all, let me start by saying that I think every guest we've had makes, made some sort of contribution, and uh, I've been very appreciative of the fact that each and every guest we've had on, and now there's about 14 of them. I think that we're counting, or we're working toward maybe 15, 16, but it, all of them have been great. Uh, beside Belushi, as far as I'm concerned, I, want to, I would highlight two others that I thought were especially interesting. One was Julie Mann. Why Julie Mann? For a variety of reasons. One, she's a former student of mine, class of 85, St. Charles High School. But then she goes into radio and uh, ends up being the uh, news uh, the production person, the news producer for BBM AM Chicago, 780 on your dial, you know. Yeah. And uh, was voted uh, several times as one of the most influential women newscasters in Chicago. Well, that made me very proud. But then the, the, the whole, if you listen to the podcast, uh, it's very insightful. We asked her, I thought we asked a number of good questions, mm-hmm. and uh, she was right on the money. Uh, and the other one that I would mention personally is uh, Kristen Zeman. The reason I mentioned Kristen Zeman, she's the former uh, police chief of Aurora. She's mm-hmm. just retired. But in, in, the, in the time of a lot of controversy in our country, and in mm-hmm. some cases, I remember I'll show my cards here by saying my father was a police officer, so I'm, I'm a little pro-police, but in a time when sometimes shots are being taken at the police, I thought she did a tremendous job of talking about that, talking about the Henry Pratt murders, uh, shootings down there, that she was uh, the chief under where five people mm-hmm. were killed. Yeah. Uh, talking about George Floyd. It, it was, it was I thought, compelling, uh, I don't want to call it radio because it's a podcast, but it's a compelling narrative. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, she's just written a book. We talked about her book, 
Pat did a good job of uh, burrowing in on that on, on that book. So those are my three. And I don't know if you want to add any other ones that well, you like. We liked. did uh, Bob Berlin, DuPage County State's Attorney, who talked about what's going on with crime okay. and law and order and some of the uh, legislation that's coming out of Springfield that may actually affect uh, our peace uh, in a negative way. Uh, that was a good podcast, I thought. We talked to Gary Johnson, who was a former state's attorney yeah. in Kane County, and mm-hmm. he talked about uh, uh, a murder case that he was involved in in the 80s. Uh, Janine Nakarico was a 10-year-old girl that uh, was murdered in uh, Wheaton, uh, Naperville. Naperville. And um, he talked about the whole justice system and how it right. didn't, didn't work back then and how it may have contributed to the end of the death penalty in, this, in the state of Illinois. Okay. So a significant guest as well. Uh, but I've enjoyed everybody, and uh, it's been great so far. And uh, they don't have to be famous. Uh, but, right. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they have to contribute, I think, to some entertainment value to the listener. Yeah. So, a compelling guess, story or something along those sure. lines. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What um, I guess that leads me to my next question, which is if you could bring any guest onto your show, Choose whoever you want. Could be alive, could be dead, could be whatever you guys want. Well, dead. Who would you bring? Well, I, didn't, I, didn't, I was thinking about that question. And, uh, I, I, added, I, that like, I added that in. I added that in. She added dead. You know, oh, I, I think I know yeah. the answer that you're going to throw out. I'll, throw let you, I'll let you go first. Well, Abraham Lincoln. No, bring him on. Oh, there's no doubt about well, it. I'm from Springfield, so I have a oh. very deep respect sure. and love for him. I well, <laughs> I mean, as a lawyer, uh, obviously he has that. Uh, as a leader, he has that. As mm-hmm. a human being, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, how many times did he fail and then ultimately succeed? Yeah. He saved the country at a time when uh, I don't know if anybody else could have done it. No. So um, I would say Abraham Lincoln and, of course, Bill Murray. Oh, <laughs> that's a great one. Well, I like it. Two, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, same sentence that I don't know if I'd think they would be in the same sentence, but I, I'm, I'm in. I'm well, down you with obviously it. don't know enough about that's Bill Murray. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Bill Murray may have saved the country. There we go. That's true, too. Plenty of politicians, plenty of uh, historical figures that I could put in there, but this may sound crazy, uh, but. Uh, Growing up, my heroes were baseball announcers. Not baseball players, but baseball announcers. As Pat alluded to earlier, you like to listen to the radio, and they brought things to life for me. And mm-hmm. uh, we had Wayne Randazzo on um, the podcast, and he's a St. Charles High School graduate and now the voice of the one of the voices of the New York Mets. So we enjoyed that. So I thought about this the question, and I said to myself, there's only one that I would, uh, would like to interview. Uh, pull up a chair. And oh, get ready yeah. for Dodger baseball. <laughs> Vin about, Scully. I thought we talked about imitations. Vin Scully. I like him. Keep him uh, going. Was uh, 60 odd years of doing Dodger games and uh, a guy that would in, in, inject uh, Shakespeare into his broadcast uh, and uh, a, a number of uh, great lines over the years. But Vin Scully would have to be the answer, even though. I have to admit, uh, you're throwing uh, deceased individuals in. <laughs> there are plenty, a long laundry list, uh, uh, and I thought for sure you'd say Bobby Kennedy. Well, I would. Yeah, okay, I would. Okay. But uh, yeah. Abe gets a little more. All right. That's All right. Fine. <laughs> they both uh, lived a short life. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, as you guys kind of talk about some of your favorite episodes, you know, getting to talk with some of these people, what are some of your favorite things that you guys have learned, you know, thanks to being on the podcast? It could be anything from, like, the subject matter on the shows or even just, like, radio and podcasting in general. Well, my answer is probably going to be unusual on that, but uh, I would preface it by saying I team taught in numerous occasions at at the high school and college level. I work with a variety of people, so in a way I I view this as somewhat of a team taught situation. 
Yeah. I always say to myself that if you understand who your partner is in something like this, and you understand what makes that person, him or her, in this case, Pat, tick, then you want to do things that allow him to flourish. And then while he's flourishing, you're flourishing as well. Yeah, it's like being a baseball announcer. Like you gotta have like feed into each other's energy, exactly. and feed off the stories, a, a, and, stuff. and yeah. know and know the the buzz lines, and know the words that might trigger something on the other side. And and as you work <laughs> together for a long period of time, that becomes easier. Yeah, it becomes easier. Uh, initially, you know, you're 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 gonna shoot in the dark, but once it, once you get going, um, it's it's it, it starts to be like clockwork. Right. You know, the podcast for us began back when we were coaching mock trial together. Mm-hmm. You know, those drives to Springfield or, or whatever city it was, uh, Ray and I would just talk and have a blast. You know, we'd talk about sports, we'd talk about politics, whatever it was. We were entertaining the kids' parents, and, and we thought we were uh, having fun. I mean, we were actually having fun. Uh, other people seemed to enjoy it. And then eventually we talked about that, and that was 10, 15 years ago. And actually yeah. that word, that the, the word is just a couple of guys, actually was created a long time ago. It wasn't just something we thought up here recently. That's correct. And that's in case there's a lawsuit on uh, trademark. Oh, <laughs> so is there, is there a story behind the? No, no, no. We, 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 we did. We came up with that, and uh, that's what it is. It's Dad just, researched it. And... It's a couple of guys talking, and um, uh, we've always enjoyed our company. Yeah. And uh, so we thought maybe this would be a, a good way to express it. Ray was retiring, looking for something to do, and I was, what was I doing? Oh, you were still fighting for truth, justice, in the American way. There we go. <laughs> you know Someone's got to do it. a pile of books, uh, uh, but, um, yeah, so it's been great. There are a lot of things we want to do yet. Uh, you know, we're talking about doing some live remotes. Yeah. We're talking about going out to a cougar game or uh, some other remotes, uh, restaurants, uh, or, everything, uh, right? Or our, our Wednesdays on the plaza. Wednesdays on the bus. I love it. Thirsty Thursdays. Uh, at the Cougar Games. The but Cougar yeah, games. we could, you know, when, when they're performing down on the St. Charles Plaza. I think that would be an interesting way to start the plaza's uh, development. <laughs> well, they're already, they're already part of it. It's had developed, and we have the bands down there. For, no, you, I mean, you need to come to St. Charles more often. Yeah. I mean, wow. the usage. Here's a formal invitation. <laughs> come on down. Well, we're, uh, we're hoping to have our pictures painted on, uh, what street is that? Uh, Riverside. Uh, I, I check with the mayor about uh, <laughs> uh, we're painting the streets on Saturday. Is that yes, right? Yes, yeah. uh, it's our, the thirtieth. The thirtieth. That's yes, a week yes. from Saturday. Yes. And uh, I said to the mayor, I said we would love to have our logo down there on the street. And she said, "Bring it on! Bring it on so, down!" So uh, we're we're working on getting an artist to uh, to do that. Ray's always selling the podcast. That's good. And it's my <laughs> understanding it's going to last until the first snow. First snow uh, in August third, sep- September. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, gotcha. So, you know, if anyone wants to tune into your, your guys' podcast, where are the, the places to tune into or find more information? Well, I, I made sure I developed a list here so that I, we, we, we get talking to people and they don't know where to find the podcast. <laughs> they, they, well, we hear you have a podcast, we, but we, we assume they're being sincere when they say they want to listen. They want but to listen. They, so they may or may they not. Just but, can't find but, it. But just, just in case, <laughs> the Fox Valley Magazine website has a hook called Just a Couple of Guys, so you can hit that up. List all the podcasts. You can list any, any and all of them. Uh, we have a Facebook page, so you can go to Facebook and uh, just a couple of guys. and Join and like. Mm-hmm. Spotify, Google Podcast, and Stitcher all have our uh, our podcasts and all of them. So uh, 
that would certainly be uh, the uh, the locations to which you can find the podcast. And we're hoping, as those of you who are listening right now to this, we hope that you will uh, tune in. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Any exciting episodes coming up that we should keep our uh, well, on our hey, radar? Go ahead. Hey. Uh, I've got my list. But hey, they're all exciting. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. How dare I? Well, I think this Friday we're actually going to have an episode of just Ray and I. Okay. Engaged in various uh, what we're calling segments, such as uh, on the town. Uh, what is it? Paticus? Paticus. That would be a legal brief. <laughs> Crimmins on the law. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, we got a variety. Restaurant reviews. Restaurant reviews. Okay. So uh, we've already had some of those. Yeah. See, Ray travels about. You know, he was talking about every every place he's been since he retired. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to Batavia. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, how so, was that? Yeah, it was very exciting. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, he's going to give us a little flavor of the various places he goes. And uh, yeah. every once in a while, Ray and I will go somewhere together. Uh, and we'll talk about that, which is very exciting. We just went to the Mets Cubs game that was rained out okay now the the the, the stories uh, abound so we could do six podcasts from that one day oh uh, absolutely and, <laughs> no uh, one was arrested and no one no one got hurt that's exactly right. that's the theme you know i get arrested and do not uh, hurt anybody and you that's can't right. fall asleep either but uh I, I if donnie Wahlberg's listening to this i want to make sure that he remembers the promise he made to me that he said he would come on so uh, i i look forward to some at some point in time engaging uh Mr. Wahlberg, uh, for uh, half an hour of uh, whatever he wants to talk about, uh, you know, uh, including anything and everything. Uh, but uh, Mayor Schelke in Batavia, I just talked to him yesterday, I asked him to come on the podcast because he's been the mayor of Batavia for over 40 years. Yeah. Really? Four decades. Wow. That's over wild. half his life he's been the mayor of Batavia. So I think he has a story to tell, and that's why I'm spotlighting him specifically, although the rest of our mayors from Naperville all up and down the valley. Certainly at some point in time, we'll probably get some kind of invitation to come on and and talk. And then I want to mention one more, only because I also sent her an email yesterday. Uh, I have a former student named Ann Tardy, who is um, an author. She's written three books. Okay. She's biked across the country, and then she's also biked from Key West to Maine. And she owns a company that, um, how do I want to say this? is a facilitator for better management. Okay. She'll go into a company and talk about ways to improve management skills, et We're going to send her to Washington, D.C. There you go. Uh, Somebody I'm having a dinner with her and her husband, uh, <laughs> Diane and I, shortly. And if you're listening, I wanted to get a date here for you to come on the show. So, But, but we, we always are talking about other possibilities. Let me say one thing about this. Pat and I talk about this incessantly. It's nice to have a special guest, a national figure, on once in a while. But at the end of the day, what we said we wanted to do was stay local. Yeah. Talk about the people and the stories in this valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we're, uh, you know, I went to high school here, I taught here. I, I don't want to be St. Charles-centric, although I will, I will profusely talk about the St. Charles Business Alliance because Appreciate for a that. lot of different reasons, <laughs> one, that it's a jewel here in our community and promote St. Charles, Thank and you. the fact that you're a sponsor now mm-hmm. is very, very important to us. But the fact remains, we don't want to just be St. Charles. There are a lot of stories in Geneva, Batavia, yeah. Aurora, Elgin, South Elgin, Naperville, etc. So we're going to try and, and, and make sure that we keep on spreading this around in terms of guests and, uh, and, and, and conversation. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that is our uh, mantra here is to get the stories 
no matter who they are. You got climb Mount Everest. What did she do? Well, Lucy Westlake, uh, but she's appeared on just about every other show. I don't know if she wants to come on ours. Lucy Westlake from Naperville has climbed every uh, large mountain peak in the world. That's wow. just an example. So whether from you've Naperville. done something, you've done something worthy of that, or whether you, you know you're just a senior citizen that's lived a long life and you have a lot of stories, a veteran, whatever it is, we want to we want to talk to those and, people. And, and we think too that you sponsoring us is a good investment because, uh, frankly. Uh, we're diverse, and we'll talk about a lot of things, and we'll promote your product or products. And uh, on occasion, they've asked me to read the commercial, and I can do a good job on that, selling your uh, product. So <laughs> I just want you to know that as you consider being a sponsor for just a couple of guys. Yeah. Um, and I think what we want to do is have, uh, you could spray on the painting of our oh, caricatures we're back to the so painting. that it's saved forever. I think, yeah, let's seal it. Yes. Yeah, we got to work seal on the artist. Or yes. Paul's got to come through. <laughs> Paul, if you're listening, <laughs> no, note to self. I'm not worried about the, the arts council listening and being a little nervous. <laughs> well, we're all nervous. But we're going to have the just a couple of guys drone fly over, you know, and get the, the actual caricature. Yeah. Get the whole flavor. Nice. So Absolutely. we can start the YouTube channel. We should really shout out to Fox Valley Magazine as our producer yeah. and our sponsor. I like uh, to call him our sugar daddy, but the fact <laughs> yes. remains that they have been, without them, <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> no, I like it. I, Keep I, it. Keep yeah, it going. I like it. Nope, yeah. don't change it ever. I, 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 ever I, I do it. think that they, they've provided us with as many resources as necessary to get this thing off the ground. Yeah. I mean, you know, all the complications we're doing sitting here today and uh, with microphones and boards and stuff like that, I, mean, I don't know a thing about that. And I told Pat. If it was just you and I trying to do this thing, I don't know. And, and yeah. so Paul Stuckel and Kevin Ketchum and the gang down there at uh, Fox Valley Magazine does do deserve our uh, sincere thank you. We yeah. were floundering before uh, we got picked up by Fox Valley. We were studying and learning. Yeah. We were at the library. Library has a wonderful they podcast have a wonderful studio. Studio. Mm -hmm. And our guy Nick over there, right? Nick uh, Cheney. Nick Cheney was teaching me the board and how to edit. Yeah. So we would have done it. But whether we would have had Jim Belushi or not, I don't know. Right. But it would have okay. been fabulous. Yeah. This is just our way of saying to our current producer, Thank you. Know, yeah. we're looking for a raise. Because, <laughs> yeah, fair. Fair enough. We can go out at our own. Oh, awesome. Well, we feel well, really lucky to be sponsors of you guys. Well, we you appreciate guys are, uh, it. Yes. You guys yeah. are... Um, True gems. Yeah, true gems. <laughs> Fun to listen to. So awesome. Well, that about wraps up all the questions that we got for you guys. So one more for you. You know, you guys are both very wise. So is there any nuggets of wisdom that you can give to our listeners? Oh, oh, all right. Ray's okay. got it first. Ray, He's ready. Well, so any I'm, nuggets I'm happy of wisdom? For the question. I think I'd like to close by simply. <laughs> <laughs> this this means I don't now. get a chance to speak. We are done. Doing the same no, close that I always do. At the end of the day. It's Pat and Ray, just a couple of guys, talking everything, hoping all of you will be safe. So long, everyone. Awesome. But that wasn't responsive to his question. <laughs> well, I think it was a great ending. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Pat, do you want right, to throw Pat, in a nugget of wisdom? What was the question? What have we learned? It, no, just like any nuggets of wisdom oh, that like just wisdom. from even like time experience or experience on the podcast that you just want to pass on to some so of just, our listeners Just here. stay focused on the listener. And that's the only thing. I mean, that's the only thing that matters. 
there are a lot of uh, podcasts, lots of competition out there. Yeah. Lots of people, uh, you know, searching for uh, things to entertain themselves. And so we have to be responsive to that. That's the only thing that matters. Absolutely. Right, right? Right, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, you guys did a fantastic job. It's been a true joy to have you guys here for our St. Charles stories. We'll have some more episodes coming down the road, everyone. So until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you all next time. 